0: This
1: is JFM Podcast.
2: Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis. All I'm trying to say is that within Panshin local government from 1999 to that, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to... Critical, social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter.
3: If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. Today look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the timidity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produced produced the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy will be governor the best journalist are seeking all the hidden answers
2: with active citizens reacting
0: as at the time that someone left office that was in 1983 there was a very big gap between 1983 and also
2: 1999 seriously join pon sac and gilbert joseph as the talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues weekdays 5 to 6 pm on nigeria at sunset on J 101.9 fm <laughs> Well, hello there. Good evening and welcome to the program, Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak and it's a beautiful Tuesday evening, 12th of September, 2023. Gilbert, well, good evening.
4: <laughs> good evening, Ponsak. A rollercoaster day. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
2: And I hope that uh, the coal has gone
4: away. Yeah, it has. It's gradually fading and phasing away. So um, it's a good time to really feel this relief. Thank you so very much, my dear brother.
2: Yeah, well, uh, I took Gilbert to somewhere that he can uh, get uh, <laughs> remedy for his cold. And after he, uh, we ate the meal and then he was sweating, I said, you know, do you enjoy the hot chili pepper? He said, yes. I said, okay. Uh, that was why I brought you here, just to kind of cure you, you know, from, <laughs> you know, what's good. Uh, the call that you have, but uh, too uh, much uh,
4: yeah. too much learning to have done all we did to say, you know, while taking the drive uh, down to that territory. And I think I enjoyed every bit of it, but I, you, you just showed me something that of all my years in jobs, I haven't really known. And I really appreciate you. Thank you, and thank you for the pepper. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, I would like to say, shout out to General Lute, if you know, uh, General Luta, Jantuta, shout out to him. You know, uh, we visited him today. After a very very long time, and uh, I mean he doesn't change. He's a he's a great friend of mine. He doesn't uh, he hasn't changed one bit. You know he hasn't changed one bit. Uh, when we went there, very sarcastic, very <laughs> absolutely uh, interesting, friendly, fellow. friendly yeah, interesting uh, fellow. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, General Lut, and I pray that uh, your business is going to expand just mm-hmm. like the uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you have a lot of. Roller coaster news, I would say. I mean, uh, yesterday the court uh, sacked. uh AVM Senator AVM Bali and sat uh, Peter Gendang, uh, Peter Gendang, you know, and then today uh, it's Horrible Dachumu Sabagos mm-hmm. and then Benila. you know, the news has just you know broken that uh, the court has sacked Benilah, mm-hmm. so, uh, all delivered by one judge, oh,
4: one, one panel of of judges, yeah. um, fortunately or unfortunately, panel one because there are three panel of judges sitting yeah. on these tribunal mm-hmm. cases in the state, Um and this panel particularly is being spearheaded by Justice MB. Tukur, from um, Zamfara State, yes, from, State. Mm. Um, from what we understand, is a caddy. Yeah. Yes, it's also important that the public have this information at yeah, their absolutely, fingertips. Absolutely. So he has decided otherwise, and this is quite unfortunate. Like we have said, um, I really don't get. Perhaps we would get some more light, to, I, uh, you know, from.
2: Yeah. I, I don't really understand how the law works. Honestly, say, honestly. Yes, uh, if you say he has acted otherwise, uh, for me, I, I will see that he should. I mean, judge is supposed to act in favor of who makes, you know, uh, the clarity when it comes to logic. Uh, lawyers will always argue based on logic. They don't argue based on emotion, sentiment, or whatever, <coughs> parochial interest, you know, that they may be having. Is solely based on logic. What is the logic of the matter? And, you know, last week I established, last week I said something that lawyers are supposed to uh, learn how to think, you know, quantitatively. And, uh, of course, judges. And for me, and last week it was all because of the uh, presidential election petition tribunal that uphold the victory of. Uh, uh, President, you know, Senator uh, Ahmed Bola Tinubu, as the pre- uh, President of our Republic. So, uh, but the judgment, you know, very, very interesting judgment, you know, uh, today the chairman of the People's Democratic Party, Honorable Chris Hassan, addressed the press uh, in his office at the State Secretariat uh, along Yakubu Gawana, today we have that as an insert we're going to play you, but I mean, there has been a lot of interesting public debate about this issue, Gilbert? Yeah,
4: lots of debates, and rightly so, rightly so, because, for one, the layman understands the law, like a straight jacket, if uh-huh. you wear a ham. So, that is that, if we're seeing that the same pattern of measurement on the same material isn't applicable to another, then you have to raise questions, quite frankly. This case, we have hammered consistently on this. The vice president... Issues of double nomination against the APM, who by the way flagged a female presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. They said, Look, this is an internal party affair. You have no say. It's not your house. You don't belong in here. Don't prognose, don't interfere. Mm-hmm. And we saw that mm-hmm. panel two against um, Senator Samuel Mwatkong, and of course against Aga Avia, said, Look, it's an internal party affair, structure or no structure. The Constitution only recognizes a political party as a vehicle through which someone can drive to a a political office. This is just the intent, sole intent of having a political party and you joining one just to flag off your ambition and all of that. So you have no qualms, no need to interfere in these things. The same thing, Ponsac. It's the same thing. And just yesterday, NNPP versus the PDP in the mm, Governorship Tribunal case, we saw these things established lucidly. Mm. What's the problem?
2: Well, I, like I said, we have a very eloquent, erudite public intellectual. He's a lawyer here with us. He's going to help us to understand uh, this issue. But let's lay some facts straight. Uh, Bagos won the election, you know, wide margin against, you know, uh, uh, Gideon, Gideon Benny Bernie wide margin against, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, former chairman of Langtang South, um, uh, morning in the boot, Vincent Van Mark, oh. uh, and then uh, even um, Gendang, too. Mm-hmm. No, it was only Gendang that one would about, safe to say, about 2,000 votes,
4: not a landslide,
2: yeah, about 2,000 votes. Uh, because uh, uh, Form, the person who he contested Dalio, against, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. uh, of the Labour Party, mm-hmm. you know, really put up a fight, you mm-hmm. know, in that election. I mean, were all weakness, you know, to uh, what happened in that election, but. Interesting, interesting, you know, uh, judgment. I would say, lot of interesting public debate around the issues. Uh, well, let's play with this insert. Like I said earlier, uh, by okay, I think we should mention that the first lady, wife of President Tinubu, uh, Senator Remi, was in town today, and she donated the sum of five hundred million naira to vulnerable people and IDPs, especially. Uh, and that money is to be shared, you know, across the local government er- areas that are affected by uh, the insecurity, you know, that have pervaded our state for some time. And I have to thank the local government chairman, you know, for because I learned that all of them, you know, for Basa, Jos South, Mangu, Rio, and you know, the others apart from Mangu, the others, you know, said that since Mangu is still fresh, they agreed that they should, you know. Uh, give more donation, you know, to Mang'u local government, uh, to see that people rebuild their homes. And uh, I spoke to someone very highly placed in government. I don't have his permission, you know, to mention True. his name, uh, yesterday. And he told me that when he explained to me the sharing formula that the governor, you know, has approved, I was I was very I was very happy. I said that uh, the governor really has empathy, you know, Governor Mutfang, you know, has. And this is not a political th- uh, talk because he has consistently said that one of his dream or his ambition is to make sure that these people go back to their ancestral homes unlike a Simon Baku Lalong who was the chairman governor's forum and never cared I mean the high government uh, government official told me that NEMA doesn't know that we have IDPs on the plateau I mean because Lalong never cared to tell them you know what's going on and that's why there wasn't any intervention the vice president came, 10 billion naira. He said it, you know, from his mouth. Uh, but maybe because the people were birom I do not know. Or maybe the people are from Plateau North. And you know that one of the infamous trademark of the Lalong administration is denying the people of the northern zone local government election for eight years. I know for six years thereabout. It was at a tail end and then uh, they did abracadabra mm. and then, you know, had that uh, election. So it informs you the kind of leader where we have in the past, you know, and where we're coming, uh, where we are now. Uh, We have a leader who is smart, who has empathy, as against someone that, uh, well, his credentials are there in the public for people to... I think
4: the facts are glaring, and so far so good. You can say that, look, from even a neutral point of view, Mm -hmm. and regardless of whatever political party you belong to, the APC or the PDP, if you want to set aside some of the interest, you know, that as individuals you might get for yourselves. The facts are clear. This man is ready to tackle what are the major challenges of plato State. Let's start from there. Mm. First, insecurity. You know, insecurity. Then, the, the people are an agrarian lot yeah. and they can't exercise, you know, their economic um, stock in trade as mm. the case may be. So, once that has been tackled, and you see the energy, you see the passion, you see the drive mm. to stem the tide of insecurity in the state. And quite frankly, it has, it has yielded commendable results. Mm. I think these are things that the state entirely must put above any parochial interest and focus on how to drive the state forward you know, rather than just try to pick up um, things that are not even worthy of mention yeah. just to fly them about.
2: Well, let's play this insight on with Chris Hassan, the chairman of the People's Democratic Party. When we come back, the show will continue. Basically, it was reacting to the judgment so far from yesterday and today. When we come back, Barrister says, yeah, it will and uh, we're going to start the conversation with him. Stay
3: here. Thank you so much because of you. Yeah, you've always been there with us. You have been with us through think and time. Your journey has been so rough. Up to victory. I must appreciate you on behalf of the party for what people have been doing. For the past four years, we've been working together, and I want to believe that uh, if there are any problems coming, we'll have to call the people together. Because after the judiciary, one professional that I so much is your own professional, because you see it clearly clear. And it's actually my belief that after this press conference, the text will be widely uh, uh, circulated so that the whole world knows what is going on. Text of a press conference by the Plastic State chapter of the People's Democratic Party, PDP, held on Tuesday, that is today, September 2023, here at the Secretariat. The caption is, Judgment delivered in respect of Birkin-Lady, federal constituency and the Platy South senatorial district, a temporary setback, but no cause for alarm. Gentlemen of the press, the People's Democratic Party watched with dismay and trepidation the notification of the elections of our senator, representative Platy North, and our member, representing birkin and federal constituency led by Honorable Justice M.T. Tuku and others, Honorable Justice Omaka Elewe and Honorable Justice A.O. at day to day yesterday. And the party rejects the outcome of the judgment in its entirety because justice was not served and it did not reflect the law and the interest of the majority of the people as freely expressed in the, the elections. The judgment delivered yesterday by the, by the National and State Houses of Assembly Tribunal Panel 1. On on March 23, national national assembly election, which the PDP won clearly by majority vote in Barkin Ladi federal constituency and the Plateau South senatorial district elections, was an electoral robbery, which is unacceptable to the people of Plateau State because this judgment is contrary to the will of the people of Plateau State and from Barkin Ladi federal constituencies, which was freely expressed by the overwhelming vote cast for our party and candidates at the election, gentlemen the press following the declaration of INEC that honorable peter gandem of the PDP won the majority of lawful votes cast in the Barkladi region federal constituency which won with over 4000 votes difference and Ivers macha napoleon bali retire won the lawful cast lawful votes cast in the plastic north electoral election winning 5 local government areas out of 6 with over 57000 votes difference and the labor party came second not apc labor party came second with APC in a distant third, Bali and Gendem were declared the winners of the February 25th National Assembly election respect. The Labour Party and the APC approached the tribunal seeking declaration, declaratory relief, predicating its, its petition that the PDP is not qualified to even sponsor its own candidates because it has no structure to sponsor candidates in Plateau State, placing reliance on some cases of PDP internal squabs which the tribunal relied upon to declare that Honourable Peter Gendem and ever since Napoleon Bali retired, were not qualified to contest the election. In this case, the PTP has since replied, complied with the judgment of Justice S.P. Gang, which all of you know, to a repeat congress of September 2021. After the first congress that took place in 2020, which was dutifully monitored by the Independent National Electoral Commission (INEC) as required by law. This same congress was affirmed by the Federal High Court judge. In judgment delivered by Honorable Justice D.V. Agishi in the case of one Augustine Timbu as PDP, wasn't versus PDP, validating the state executive of the party as duly elected. And this same judgment was also unanimously affirmed by the Court of Appeal in just in favor of the PDP by Honorable T.Y. Hassan, Honorable Justice I.A. Adeyusu, and Honorable Justice D.O. Goodluck, delivered again on the 11th of February 2023. The fact remains that. PDP has a valid and solid structure, which our mandate was given, and we are optimistic that by the special grace of God Almighty, it will stand because same positions were affirmed by seven judgments of the appeal of, of, of the panel number. You know, we have two panels, the second panel of the National Assembly Petition Electoral Tribunal, which is a sister panel to panel one. We take great pains to tell you that the decisions of the tribunal on this matter utterly fall short of the expectations We are here to tell you that the judgment of the tribunal yesterday is a judgment that we refuse to accept because it is bereft of substantial justice and a diversion of undiluted will and choices of the Plateau people. In the light of the consolidated judgment recently delivered by the Presidential Election Petition Court in the Presidential Petition, which is not far from the petition here.
2: Well, lent- lengthy statement there. Yeah. So we had to cut it uh, to start our conversation with Barrister Mensee Maraki. My name is Ponsak Fanap.
4: And my name is Gilbert Joseph.
2: The program is Nigeria Sunset on, of course, J101.9 FMBR in Jones, the best station in uh, Northern Nigeria. Good evening, Barrister.
0: Good evening, Plato. Good evening, Ponsak. Good evening, Gilbert.
2: Well, uh, there's a popular slang right now. You go explain tire today. <laughs> you, know, you go explain tire. Very well. I mean, g- yesterday when you uh, heard the judgment, you know, uh, expelling Napoleon Bali, uh, Peter Gandang, what came
0: to your mind? First and foremost, uh, I would say as a lawyer, that is a decision of the tribunal, and the law is settled. No matter how stupid, no matter how useless, no matter how unfunded, the decision of a tribunal is, it remains the decision until it is set aside on appeal. As a lawyer, I was crestfallen. I was sad and dumbfounded, because I was trying to wade between the facts placed before the court, the evidence properly laid before the court, and the application of the law. With due respect to the learned justices of uh, the tribunal, that judgment fall, fell short of the requirements of the law. These what do are you my mean? reasons. What do you mean here? Yeah. After the February 25th general election 2023, Plateau State, as a state in line with the electoral jurisprudence, had two panels the governorship election petition. And the National and State Assemblies Election Petition Tribunal. For convenience, six justices were sent to Plateau for the National and State Assemblies Election Petition Tribunal, which of course they cannot sit. Okay, the it's three of
4: two them. panels, not three.
0: Yes, there are basically two panels: okay. the governorship and the state, uh, the National and State Houses of Assembly. Okay. So when the justices um, of the State National and State Assemblies Election Petition Tribunal were six, they decided to split them into two forming panel one and panel two of the state of the national and state houses of assembly election petition tribunal now we have the governorship separate the national and state house of assembly because their jurisdiction is the same their powers are the same their scope is the same the terms of reference are the same and so they are working within the same purview now the cases as they were being filed were now shared between the two panels. That's panel 1 and panel 2. Panel 1 is being presided over or chaired by Honorable Justice William Olamide um, and also Honorable Ducardi, the uh, Justice M.B. Tukur, B.M. Tukur, yes from Zanfara is the one chairing panel 2, panel 1 whereas panel 2 is being chaired by Justice Williams. This For the interests of the public to know, and also for for us to understand what is happening or what has happened at the tribunal, the petitions that were filed at the election petition tribunal were principally anchored on only one ground.
2: What's that ground?
0: And the ground is that as at the time of the conduct of the election, the candidate of the PDP was not qualified to stand the election. Mm -hmm. We must understand principally that Qualification and disqualification of a candidate for election are, elect, are constitutional matters. For instance, Section 106 um, yes, of the Constitution uh, talks about State Houses of Assembly. That's the qualification. 107 talks about the disqualification. So now, these are the sectional provisions in the Constitution. And what are the qualifications? The person must be a citizen of Nigeria... The person must be of age, the person must not not have been uh, convicted, Convicted. and the person must have been um, sponsored by a political party. Now, the question of sponsorship and nomination of a candidate for election, as it were, is an internal affair of the political party.
2: Okay, because I had a conversation with a friend, and we're talking about nomination and sponsorship. I said, And in my only, well, both of us are not lawyers, but we're just, uh, you know, analyzing the issues. I said, it's all the business of political parties, whether the party nominates you or sponsors you, because we don't have independent candidature.
0: Very well. Yeah. And that is the law. Nomination and sponsorship are actually uh, the business uh, or businesses of the political party. So it lies within the jurisdictional power of the political party to sponsor whoever they want to sponsor. And it is not justiciable. It is not uh, actually open for the courts to even look at it, except if it violates Section 84 of the Constitution or of the if there is a flagrant disobedience with the party constitution and all of that, that's when the courts will look at it. And these are pre-election matters. They are not even matters to be determined by the tribunal. Because let us understand something clearly. Tribunals are not courts. They are set up to look at what happened during the conduct of election. Events that happen contemporaneously with the conduct of election, that is what, is, what, is what, that is what the tribunal is mandated to look at. Not even before the election. Exactly. Events that happen prior to the conduct of election yeah. have no business with the election petition tribunal. And that is why... In the uh, Presidential Election Petition Tribunal, APM challenging double nomination, uh, uh, Tinubu's t- t- Tenubu, nomination and all of that, the, the Court of Appeal just last week agreed with the submissions of the APC legal team that those are issues that border on pre-election matter, And even if they were not even pre-election matters, they are issues within the internal affairs of the political party to address. And as such, they are not open for any other political party to prognose or eavesdrop or interlope into the affairs of another political party. And for emphasis, these two panels that we have, the grounds of the petition, just like I've mentioned earlier, the grounds across all the petitions are the same. One, non-qualification to stand for the election. And what defines qualification? In the petition itself, these various political parties have identified the basic facts that yes, indeed, PDP really sponsored the candidates of, those poli- of uh, their own candidates. Now they have admitted by way of evidence that PDP really sponsored them. Having admitted any evidence that yes, this person was sponsored, you cannot turn around. And once the person has been shown to satisfy the constitutional requirements of sponsorship, no other law can disqualify him. That is the provision of the law. But this time around, panel 2... As we have seen glaringly, that panel two agrees with the submissions of the PDP. Number one, these are pre-election matters. They have no business coming to the election petition tribunal. Two, issue of nomination and sponsorship. They are within the internal affairs of the political party. Three, the petitioners who are not members of PDP cannot begin to... uh, Become in meddlesome interlopers into the affairs of the PDP. Why? Because they are. It is a no-go area for them. There are plethora of decisions. In fact, the twenty twenty-three uh, law report, especially the Nigeria Weekly Law Report, is littered with litany of authorities from the Supreme Court, the Court of Appeal, wherein these courts have come up to say clearly, nomination and sponsorship. Nomination and sponsorship. They are internal affairs. They are pre-election matters. The tribunal does not have power to look at those issues. Now, we are confronted with conflicting decisions. Remember I told you, we have only one national and state House of Assembly election petition tribunal, which, of course, they split in, uh, them into two so that we can have panel one and panel two. Now, these panels now, I don't know for whatever reason, ordinarily, they should be confronting. They should because the issues are the same. All the petitions filed by APC from the governorship to the State House of Assembly to the National Assembly, all of them are the same. The grounds are the same. The facts are the same. The particulars are the same. The parties, P- APC is all over those petitions. PRP in some of the petitions. Labor Party in some of the petitions. And panel two, having carefully perused all the evidence before the court, Came to a sound conclusion on uh, which is acting in accord with the sound provision of the prevailing law in respect of electoral jurisprudence that indeed the tribunal has no power, PDP has no locals, uh, APC has no locals to actually eavesdrop into the affairs of uh, APC, and this has now left us with two situations. One, APC, uh, the panel one, is now giving a contrary decision, whereas panel two commends delivering of judgments. Panel 2 delivered judgments first, and of course, panel 1 had the privilege of seeing or listening to those judgments. And of course, ordinarily, if they are actually working in harmony and in accord, so as to foster our democracy and also engender growth and actually transparency in the interests of justice, they would have actually looked at those judgments, see how those people came to a finding and reasoning, and also they ought to have synergized and com- uh, have a conference so that they will avoid this dirty and ugly situation of giving conflicting decisions, which, of course, is, is further causing so much confusion and actually taking the masses' you know, attention from actually trusting in the judiciary. This is not tenable. This is not in line with our jurisprudence. This does not accord with the sound principle of law. And, of course, if you look at it critically, what are these decisions all about? The seven decisions delivered by panel two, in respect of Basajos North, in respect of the Plateau North, and then uh, Ishaya Kualou's decision, all of them, the seven decisions were given in favor of PDP. This time around, panel one has now gone outside the purview of what is even presented. And it will even interest you to know that the witnesses, the witnesses called by PDP in panel one are the same witnesses that testified in panel in panel two. One. Two, the evidence and the documents tendered in rebuttal of the allegations by APC and any other political party against the PDP are the same documents that were tendered in both the panels, both panel one and panel two. And it was also interested to know the authorities supplied both from the courts of Appeal, the Supreme Court, are the same authorities, the same pronouncement, the same position of the law that were actually conversed in both panels. What happened? What went wrong? These guys have now turned uh, a deaf ear to actually uh, not shut their eyes, of course, from looking at the obvious, delivering this judgment in line with what is happening. I was in court yesterday. To my greatest despondency, I was quite shocked to see that for instance, the case of uh, Peter Gengden, when my lord was delivering the judgment, I could see a total non-evaluation of the evidence before the court, number one.
4: Even as a lawyer?
0: Even as a lawyer, I was in court. I looked at it, one. You are saying PDP does not have structure. How comes panel two have come to a sound conclusion that PDP has a solid structure in Plateau State? One. And what, how did the panel 2 come to that conclusion? The, the, the panel came to that conclusion simply because 1. The evidence of repeat congresses, the comprehensive report of INEC dated 25th September 2021 was standard in that tribunal. That is one. 2. Apart from that the, the, the PDP legal team was able to establish before the tribunal that in 2021 one Augustine Tim Cook, having had issues with the PDP, went to court and asked the federal high court to, to refuse accepting any candidate of the PDP from the governorship, National Assembly, House of, Reps, House, of uh, House and House of Assembly, that they should not recognize any of those candidates. It was an originating summon. And of course, in that decision... The court made the finding. We should understand that there are four basic modes of commencing an action in the high court, whether high court or federal high court. One, by writ of summons. Two, by petition. Three, by originating summons. And also by originating motion. If you're asking the court to interpret certain legislation or certain documents, you go by originating summons. And the practice is simple, especially in election-related matters. If you are declining jurisdiction over a matter in an originating someone in relation to election matters the law enjoins you to go ahead after saying i do not have jurisdiction to still go ahead and determine the matter on the marriage why because the person whom you are deciding the matter against will not cry of lack of fair hearing and of course Time, election matters are time-sensitive. So by the time you decline the and the man goes on appeal and the court of appeal now says, no, you were wrong in declining the the man will still have to go through the rigors of coming back to the, the trial court to now have his case heard. And as at that time, time would have elapsed for him to ventilate his grievance. And that is why the wisdom moving of the, the Supreme Court, the case of PDP versus Oce, 2023, the court said, even after declining jurisdiction or striking out and originating someone in an election related matter, you must go ahead and listing the matter on the merit because all the papers have been filed before you. It is contested on affidavit evidence solely. That was what happened in the case of Augustine Twinkook. The court declined jurisdiction, but because of the pronouncements of the Supreme Court and the litany of enjoining uh, authorities that, yes, go ahead and listing the court of appeal the federal high court still went ahead and determined the matter on the merit and that is this is what the federal high court said i agree with the submission of counsel to the second and third responder that pdp conducted her repeat congresses on the 25th september this is a decision that was given in 2021 in 2022 that pdp complied with the positive orders of honorable justice sp gang in the case of Beatrice Kaze by conducting repeat congresses. And that was why the plaintiff in that case, being Augustine Tinko, was able to participate in Langtan North North State constituency election. So he cannot come around and say PDP did not comply. If PDP had not complied, how did he now participate in the Langtan South South State constituency? Now, the court made that finding. In the case of Augustine Tinko, that case went on appeal. When the matter got on appeal, the same panel that delivered the case of AGA, of in the by-election, was the same panel that delivered the case of Augustin Tinko at the Court of Appeal. Honorable Justice Goodluck delivered that judgment and Honorable God- Justice Goodluck was also the one that had the other cases in respect of that happened in the by-election. And it now leaves you, Justice Tani, who is actually the presiding justice of the Court of Appeal here, was actually in the panel too. And it leaves you with a simple conclusion that, that the most extant judgment in respect of PDP structure that has been affirmed by the Court of Appeal is that of Augustin Timcook that was delivered in 2023. For heaven's sake, the case of Aga was delivered in 2022, predicated under the 2010 Electoral Act. How comes now the tribunal is now simply saying that they are not in agreement with that decision? Now, the simple infractions I've noticed are one. Panel one has made a gross mistake and miscarriage of justice. Which does not accord with the sound principles of law, by going into saying that Justice Agbaji of the Federal High Court, having declined the decision, had no power to entertain the matter on the merits. This time around, the panel one is now interpreting the judgment of the Federal High Court. The tribunal does not have power to interpret the judgment of a court. The tribunal is not a court. It's just established to look at infractions that happen during election. It is now that the matter is going to a proper court. That is a court of appeal. If you check the establishments of courts that we have in Nigeria, the tribunal is not regarded as a court. And that is why just the, 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 the judge that delivered that judgment in Panewan made actually a fatal mistake, which is an error in law, by going to review the judgment of the federal high court. And even when the matter went on appeal, he is not saying that, uh, that what the court of appeal affirmed was the declining of the jurisdiction without forgetting that there is a pronouncement of the Co- Federal High Court that affirmed the fact that PDP conducted her repeat congresses in 2020, in, 20, uh, in 2021, on the 25th September 2021. What has gone wrong? The court has now dealt so much on Beatrice Cazier's case, which is not even what is before the tribunal.
2: The Justice Espigán case? you know, the Yes, Petr the o. Justice
0: Espegang. If you go to panel one, what they are simply doing is focusing... On Beatrice Kazia's case, shutting their eyes from Augustine Twinkle's case, which have been tendered, which has been tendered, and also look at the funny aspect of it. The judge was even saying, funnily enough, that PDP that that INEC, INEC does not have the power to even make comments in respect of PDP structure. For heaven's sake, if you go to the constitution, the powers of INEC constitute powers to monitor party congresses, party primaries, financing of a party, uh, expenditure of a political party. And in exercise of those uh, constitutional powers donated to INEC, INEC was invited by PDP to monitor the repeat congresses of PDP after the first congress was notified in 2020 by Honorable Justice Espegall. Why is the report titled Repeat Congresses? It is because there was a Congress first. Mm-hmm. It was nullified. PDP went again and conducted repeat Congresses in line with the constitution of the party and also the dictates as enshrined in the Constitutional Republic, Federal Republic of Nigeria. Now it has given us a wide vista to think something must have gone wrong with panel one. It's either they did not appreciate the case before them or... They decided on their own by exercising their own whims and caprices to come to that conclusion without evaluating the facts, the evidence, and the law properly placed before them. And that is why panel two came to the sound conclusion that, look, we have looked at these issues. Augustine Tinkook has been placed before us. We have looked at it. It's a judgment of the federal high court. It's a subsisting judgment. And there is no appeal to any court, irrespective of any other issue. If you have issues with that, pronouncement, and the affirmation by the Court of Appeal, you have a right to go to the Supreme Court. Augustine Tinkuk did not go to the Supreme Court. So that judgment is still rem- is, is remains the judgment in respect of that decision. And cases are precedents for what they have decided. You cannot begin to use one case and apply it randomly. Well, is what panel One did? They decided to begin to use the case of Musa Aga at the by-election and Peter Dasan of uh, Pangshin South State Constituency to apply it across board, without even making reference to the external provision, in fact, throughout their decision. I did not even see them cite any case in 2023. I did not even see them citing any case that has direct bearing with the Electoral Act 2022. So, are we not, Are they not trying to tell us that they are deciding these cases based on the 2020 2010 Electoral Act or the 2022 Electoral Act? And we have cited cases as latest as 2023 Electoral Act. Uh, yeah. Judicial the sh- the pronouncement. Now, this has given us a wider coverage to also actually look at the infractions as committed by the by panel one. To also think, if you are saying PDP did not conduct repeat congresses, PDP is still telling you that the order of Honourable Justice Espiga was in relation to state executives. It did not extend to national. It did not extend to what. It did not extend to local government. Already those, was, those ones were established already. Now, state executives, if you go to section 50, subsections sub 1 and 2 of the PDP Constitution, it says that the issue of nomination of a candidate for a political party, especially PDP, shall be done by the National Working Committee of the party. For, for heaven's sake, the National Working Committee, in exercise of that power, came down to plateau states, organized primaries, and delegates voted at that primaries that saw the emergence of the candidates of the PDP, which is in consonance and in tandem with Section 50 of the PDP Constitution. There was nowhere the petitioners challenged the fact that, in respect of PDP, it is the National Working Committee that conducts primaries for the purposes of nominating candidates. They did not challenge it. Now, the tribunal still shuts her eyes from looking at Section 50 of PDP Constitution that says, if you are saying, assuming but not conceding, you are saying the state structure has problem, does that problem or internal squabble affect the national? That means Atuku wouldn't have stood for election. That means Atuku wouldn't have been competent to stand for election. That means PDP wouldn't have even sponsored sponsor candidates in other states or across the federation. But PDP sponsored candidates, and now PDP is even sponsoring other candidates that are going to stand for election in Kogi, Baelsa and other states.
4: Barrister, the question for me is, one, isn't it mandatory for panels such as this to do a peer review like you said earlier? Isn't it mandatory? Is this something that is optional? Two, at the end of this all, what does the bench do in terms of reviewing some of the judgments that its members have actually carried out such as this? Because if, for example, there are punitive measures, I know I'm on an assignment and I don't deliver, as expected, there would be punishment. What is the expectation of all of this? Not just in this case, as we're seeing in panel one, but across the entire federation, where infractions such as this would have happened.
0: Well, incidentally, the judiciary, a a judicial officer acting in his capacity as a judge cannot be questioned ordinarily like that, except if you can be able to furnish uh, a facts or evidence to show that, yes, something, of course, maybe waters must have gone down the bridge before you can be able to succeed. Otherwise, he has, acted in, he has acted in his judicial capacity. The only option you have is to carry the garbage he has given you to go to the Court of Appeal, since that is the court that has the constitutional power to review the decisions of the lower tribunal. But aside that, except if you can be able to establish judicial misconduct, then you can go to the National Judicial Council um, for the discipline of officer of our officers, and that is where you can ventilate those grievances. But of course, it is quite shocking, it is quite uh, uh, sardonic that we are faced with this kind of dis- uh, this situation in Plateau State. Of course, if other states should be complaining, I do not think that we should be uh, the people that we should be visited with this kind of uh, uh, situation. It is quite uh, not uh, not palatable, so to say, in the in the true sense of the word.
2: All right. Well, let's open the phone lines in case you just tune in. Uh and you are wondering how, you know, you can better grapple with the uh judgment of the tribunal yesterday and of course today, Barrister Mansay Madak is doing justice, you know, to the issue. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Or call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. If if, I, if you go over one minute, I'm just going to tell you, okay, uh, we appreciate your thoughts. And if you continue going, I'm just going to, you know, hang up on you because I know that, uh, I mean, the phone lines are buzzing really uh, right now, Gilbert.
4: On Facebook, at JFM Live, and on Twitter, we are JFM Just. Hit the like buttons. Lots of conversations going on there right now. Yeah, well, let's uh, take this. Hello
2: got too late. Sorry about that. Maybe Gilbert. Okay, one more, one full call and then one comment. How about that? Exactly. You know, yes. Good evening. Thank well, you. Thank good you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation.
5: Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for just joseph gilbert but I'm great. I don't want people The both of us. But... Well, it's Yeah. God bless you again. You are passed very, very well. But uh, very unfortunately, he's a barrister. No? You are been very well. But Unfortunately, in Nigeria, the judiciary have told their profession to be a business venture. A business venture, honestly. And start very soon without any fear of intimidation. Judiciaries in Nigeria have told their profession to be a business venture. I'm telling you, what, I don't know whether they're using the same principle of the, the, the case. I don't know. Now, for that, I, I will be very brief. Let me, let, I, I am calling on Plattu residents, Plattu citizens, for me as an individual, let us rise up. We must rise up, because even me, I'm not a lawyer, but I know most of the things are lying. Most of the, their, their, their are lying. So I am calling on Plattu citizens, rise up and defend your mandate. Rise up, we will all be there in the court. We will all be there in the court. Because they don't mean really it way for us. We are the youth, rise up. They're doing very well for us. They, you. To they you. are fine today. They all of us. they help us. Thank you very much. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Have a good evening. Uh, hello. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name and join the conversation, please.
6: Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from and T We're listening. Yes. Um. Actually, it is very, very unfortunate that what the judicial arm of government is doing in Plateau State, seeing the uh, result of the outcome of the presidential election. We don't know whether the constitution are different. We don't know the structure whether they are now different. It is a very very unfortunate issue that Plateau State are facing this kind of thing. But actually, the, even the court will give their decision. I think they have to think with the number of votes because in democracy. Because if the number of votes are being the first one, then the second one has to be considered. When a place whereby the first one and the second one have not been considered and the third one has been considered, that to say that there is injustice in the judgment. So we are calling on the uh, 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 court of appeal to, to review this kind of judgment that is happening in our state. It is very, very unfortunate. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Gilbert.
4: Godwin Sule on Facebook says As for me, the way the judgment is going, it's honestly very bad. As for the governor's case, I'm happy about it. Else, for Bagos, it's something I cannot understand, you're saying. Kennedy Amagong says, It is in this country that we saw people who did not contest primaries become senators, people who came forth in an election becoming governors. Very soon, there will be no need to contest election in Nigeria. Just apply to the courts that you want to occupy a particular political office. Ayuba Moses Kwanga says, what a conflicting judgment. Seriously, the fate of the common man only lies in the hands of God and not the courts. These judges are quickening what they can't eat. Mundi Simon says, If Einek cannot screen out the political parties and their candidates before the election, hmm, Einek should stop suffering us the masses. Gucho Muchi says, Judiciary is the last hope of the common man, as our lordship pleases. Caleb Datu says, I said this before, a grand caddy among the panel of judges. Will they really have a unanimous judgment? Will the judgment be based on the Constitution, Electoral Act, or on certain biases? Lamte Dacoupsin says, The judgment is confusing. The PEPT has it that the petition against the double nomination of the VP is a pre-election matter and it is a party affair while the National Assembly Tribunal is doing otherwise. MC, M.C. Kosh says, the end time is here on the plateau, and I'm afraid if this thing is going to take effect like the way things are going right now, may God help you on the plateau because I can see a different dimension on all of this. K. Altarsan says, we don't know whether it is the judges that are collecting bribe or is the PDP that are getting it wrong themselves because it is confusing. Dung Erik says, Interesting because the law is conflicting with itself again. A be the arbitrators of the law are interpreting it differently. One can boldly say the law has two different interpretations. Izang Stephanu says, It's shocking and confusing. Bayer Samuel says, This thing is making me confused. What's all this about? This whole thing has a negative reflection on Plato's peace. No, no, no. Ambassador Joachim Dung says, Something can never stand on nothing. Anthony Dasher says, I don't think we are in plateau State again. The Pell Nandom says, if the courts fail, then what can we do? Peter Bali says, it's very, a very ugly situation and a very conflicting judgment at this point. I'm really confused, to be honest. Chika Scaleb says, I'm so lost. Ice King, finally, James says, Association of Present Criminals.
2: Well, let's uh, take more phone calls. Hello, good, good evening. Thank you for calling.
4: Not working. Let's take this. Hello,
2: good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello. Okay, zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. All call 090-55-666699. Turn down the volume of your radio before calling. That is very important for thank you to do, do. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling.
6: Thank you very much, Pastor Sanat and thank you, Joseph. Yeah. Who could calling from?
2: You have one minute, sir.
6: Thank you. Um. Please, uh, maybe I, I don't really understand um, the program from the beginning. Is there any other judgment that was supposed to be? Uh, that is the first question I want to ask, please. I don't know because I wasn't following the program from the beginning. So, hello? You don't understand what I said?
2: Yeah, uh, if that is your question, the barrister is going to answer your question. Thank you very much. Okay, that's my question. That's my question. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's going to answer it. Hello?
5: Hello, good evening, concert. Thank you for calling. Mr.
2: Joseph, listen, and your guest. Yeah, tell us your name and join the conversation, please.
5: This is Comrade Marambul from Mandil, calling from airport vocals.
2: Thank you for calling, comrade. We're listening to you. I don't, I don't want to
5: say anything much here. Mr. Remember the judgment of what? Who do in Adamawa said? I'm asking, could you remember? Yes. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Yes, I said, what happened in Adamawa State during the governorship what, elections. It is, it is the same thing. Another who we another who here, yeah, which is the what, that's now just, uh, uh, that is the out of the what, the different world. It, it has been brought by the ABC, most especially the unalonged, to do the what, the commission on the plateau. But in fact, they are not going anywhere. They are not going anywhere, in fact. They will be disgraced at the end of the day have been
2: thank you very thank, much thank you thank you thank you hello good evening thank you for calling one Saturday yes and Gilbert good evening yeah go it ahead tell us sorry. your name yeah go ahead Aisha thank you for calling okay um
1: it's quite unfortunate that we wake up until Tuesday two days with this kind of miscarriage because we call this a miscarriage of the judgment so I don't know whether this, uh, if you know you are a panel that we are with the responsibility of all this, you're supposed to work together and see how you can come up with the same judgment but they are working as if uh, they are not uh, coordinated, they are not uh, united so every panel is on our on own so it's quite unfortunate but People of Plateau State, we condemn this, we resist anything that that will cause in Plateau State. And the last question I will ask is, uh, those people that were being struck by this uh, miscarriage of yesterday and today, Will they uh, continue in office till the appeal is being had, or do we leave the office? Well, then great. after the appeal, then they can come back.
2: Great question! Great question. Uh, the barrister, Barrister Mensah, is going to uh, answer it. Hello, okay. Uh, this is enough for today, please. Barrister Mensah, I mean, a lot of <laughs> questions for you, too. Very well, yeah.
0: Uh, first and foremost, I would say that um, <clears throat> this is just the first stage of the trial, and of course, appeal in yours in favor of the person uh, against whom the decision was given. He has the right of appeal, constitutional right of appeal. But
2: is he going to remain in office?
0: Yes. He must continue to be... He or she must remain in office until the court of appeal gives her final verdict. Remember... Uh, states and uh, national assemblies election petition tribunal stops at appeal stops at uh, court the court of, of appeal, appeal. Mm-hmm. so after the uh, tribunal they'll go to appeal and of course they have 21 days within which to appeal to the court of appeal and thereafter the court of appeal has 60 days within which to dispose of the appeal and the same thing uh, will happen to other uh, panels or to other tribunals and of course What we are faced with today is a situation that all of us must remain calm. The law is on the side of the PDP. And uh, what has happened is either, of course, almost always this is human judgment. And sometimes it's fraught with a lot of errors, a lot of uh, misgivings, and a lot of issues. So we should not actually... There's a
2: book book I'm reading uh, right now by... um uh, uh, Daniel Kahneman, he said, his title No, he said, Where there's, hum- where there's judgment, there's always error. Very well.
0: Yeah. It's human judgment. It's not God that is delivering these judgments. So definitely you see uh, these errors. And I want to remind all of us that it is only when there is an injustice that you value justice. Where there is no injustice, you see justice as nothing. So this has actually opened our eyes that uh, indeed another panel is thinking differently. From in fact, so far as I'm talking to you, for instance, the governorship petition tribunal, we have had three cases dismissed against the petitioners and in favour of uh, the governor. As at yesterday, one was dismissed yeah. with a cost uh. of five hundred thousand naira. Others were dismissed. That's uh, of the error, NNPP. The NNPP, mm-hmm. and this uh, this will give us uh, an idea of what is really happening. We should not lose hope. We should remain focused and remain prayerful because at the end of the day. What has happened at, the, uh, at panel one is just an exercise to me in futility. And something that is a uh, void ab initio, of course, the Court of Appeal will exercise its uh, constitutional power to set aside what the judges of the Honorable Tribunal have done. And this goes on with other part, uh, tribunals across the country. So we still have hope, and the Court of Appeal is our final bus stop. So we should not be uh, swerve of, uh, we should not veer off and forget uh, what is actually on the table. Thank
2: you very much, Barrister Mensah. I can't wish uh, you know there's uh, enough time for us to take comments from our brilliant audience, but uh, this is where we can call it quits today,
4: Gilbert. I don't know the rationale behind inter-switching judges from state to state, but I'd prefer a situation whereby judges within a state. Assign assigned these petitions because to you
2: to. think they know about you
4: know? The yes, case yes,
0: yes. Well, really. I, I, I don't was, get. It's, it's one of the issues actually because these guys just came from different jurisdictions. That's the point. You remember somebody coming from Patacod, somebody coming from uh, Zamfara, and then you you tender bulky judgments, bulky mm. documents. These guys don't even read the judgments. These guys don't even appreciate all these things. Well, just look at this and just say, okay, fine. Let's just give the judgment. At the end of the day, we are leaving the state. They should deal with their problems. Thank you very, very much. Very unfortunate thank for you. our democracy.
2: Thank you, thank you. Thank you, uh, Barista Mansi and Madaki. By the way, congratulations on your PhD. Very well. Your, oh, you've started, oh, really? you started uh, his uh, a doctoral studies. Godspeed. So, uh, Godspeed, yeah. yes, Barista. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, You're sure. a shining light. Yeah. keep thank it so burning. Much. Well, my name is Ponsak Fanab. The news will so come your way, top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. <music>